þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. These are horrible times the life we live in and make it's me terrible. depressed. Make me so depressed. There is a the Trump, Brexit. Trump or the Western, and in England and Britain we have the Brexit, and, no, and like, we have the terrorists. You sound like my impersonation of Pope Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not Italian, but I always think, oh my God, I'm a Papa Francisco, and I'm going to pop the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm having a population die tonight. What is the... <clears throat> why do we always start the show? With casual... No, it's not racism. It's, it's not. impersonation. It is, yes. It's impersonation. I guess because yeah. we're both wanting to be discovered for our raw, untapped voiceover talent. Mm. Yes. Yeah, because we both uh, secretly want to be Maria Bamford. I do voiceover all the time in my... In my really? own personal do you, do you, do you uh, animated show. Is it, is it only you you do the voice of or do you do I other do people? I do the voice of me and some other characters and sometimes I have to re-dub the characters because, oh, I'm a little bit too much me over there. So, oh, yeah. so what are some of the, I want to hear, what do some of these characters sound like? Well, there is this, uh, this uh, Hulle, that's me, he talks yeah. like this, uh-huh. and, uh, and his roommate is a... Uh, 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 a gay crime boss Ooh. whose name is Pille and he talks like this but it's strange to talk uh, with an English language because it doesn't sound so like what does it sound like, like in Icelandic? No, lasagna? <laughs> he's, a, he's a very good chef okay. he and was now, once now a do Hulli. chef, personal now, chef now do Hulli in Icelandic yeah, I don't know there's a difference there's a yes. difference yeah. And then there's a, a mentally ill poet which, uh-huh. whose name is Blöndal and he talks like this. Mingar er blackingar sálarinnar. He sounds like Werner Herzog. Yeah, kind of. Kind yeah. of he does. I uh, urge you to never listen to this ever uh, again. And this is sacred, Satan's secretary. Uh-huh. Hello. <laughs> no, we don't do anything like that. No, that's We're just helvite. <laughs> and yeah, various voices, but it's I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a skilled voice You're not over a skilled artist. Voice no, I, I I do also sorts of like voice stuff in the stand-up. Yeah, but it's just very limited to like phrases and just basically just sound effects. I used to do voices. Yeah, yeah. I, I even I even um, managed to. I was in a film once where I had to do the puppeteering and the voices. Right. And one of the characters was a goat. 
a goat. And his all his lines were. Um, <laughs> so so he did a whole lot of. Except except when you, so if if you ever if you ever have to do voiceover work, often you're in a booth. <coughs> And you're, you know, watching the the mouth moving of uh-huh. the, the actual character. So this right. was the puppeteering yeah. I was watching. And, you know, you've got the script and they, they count you in. You hear like a boop. Yeah. And then you got to do your line. And so my line was like, uh-huh. and then it would literally, I would do the line and then there, there would be a silence and I would just watch the director and the, the sound guy through this glass where you can't hear them and uh-huh. they're just talking for ages and ages and then they'd like hit a button and go, yeah, could could you be a little bit more angry? Yeah, I've been both those. I've been the director and the uh, and the voiceover guy. Well, in the same project, which is the, the animated show. Mm. Uh, but we do the voices first, so we don't have oh. a, like a, we don't have a cue or anything. We can improvise and hesitate. So and you leave it up to the animators to sync with yeah. your. So uh-huh. and also if like if sometimes somebody stutters or whatever, we keep it in because it makes it more human. Well, that, I think that's the way a lot of animation works now, isn't it? it? Yeah, nowadays it's a lot of like that, but it wasn't in the olden days. I think uh, the Japanese animated feature Akira, which is one of my favorite yeah. movies, it's one in the top three of my favorite movies of all time wow they uh, were kind of the pioneers when it came uh, at least they were the first of the um, of the animes to do it to do the voices first yes aha uh-huh. mm-hmm. this is well what you don't know yeah but that, if anyone's listening out there I would love more voiceover work yeah. I would really I'd love to sink my teeth into something like Kim Cattrall I would as well <laughs> I'm gonna get myself the the ginger ale I just bought. Aha. Uh-huh. One moment. Huli has bought himself a ginger ale today, and today's ginger ale is brought to you by Ale of the Gods. The ginger ale for those in the Nordic countries who need a little bit of extra. Go. Okay, the commercial has finished, so you need to come okay, back. Okay, I'm back. Uh, I'm just this ginger ale. I believe it contains some sugar, but it's probably. The most sugary thing I will drink in the next two months. Have you officially started training? Yes. <gasps> well, I haven't done anything, but, but you've 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 changed your diet. I cha- I officially now from now on yeah. there is no sugar. Yeah, no sugar and no uh, gluten. Or no like sugar, wheat. no gluten. And this is for the Reykjavik marathon. This for the Reykjavik marathon. This is going to be hell. It is going to be hell. And when is your first run? Um, I think I'm going for a run, well... Not today, it's Not today, it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) But I did buy myself a bicycle yesterday. (gasps) Wow. You're you're kicking some really big adulting goals. I am. It's it's the getting my shit together. You have a washing machine, you bought a bicycle. Where's this? Have you got a vacuum cleaner? No, the vacuum cleaner I've yet to buy, but Uh I will do it this week. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. How it's, about you? How, how are you doing? Well, I'm training? excited about the, the Reykjavik Marathon because I have just reached a point where I feel so fucking fat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you just like, you wake up and you go, every moment of life is hard. That's no <sighs> way to live. There's no way to, yeah, I just, I, I feel like, you know, I think everyone's had moments in their life where they're like, I, I have let myself go. Yeah, I have really just let, and it didn't help that I I was um I I was hosting their drag show, 
at uh, Gokuren just last week yeah. and I ran into some some older gays. Uh-huh. Some older gays who haven't seen me since probably November last year. And I don't, right. I don't know what it is about older gays, but they just seem to no longer have tact after, I think, above the age of 55. Oh, really? And they just said, oh, how are you going? You got really fat. Oh. I was like, oh, great to see you too, yeah. bitch. That's not even proper shade. That's it's just, not even no. Oh, Oh, I've taught you so well. <laughs> <laughs> because shade is, shading is more subtle, right? Shade is subtle. Yeah. Shade is like... Shade is like it. It shade comes under the the banner of reading somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know when you read somebody, you sh- you slowly chip away at their self esteem mm-hmm. until they've got nothing left. Um, but, and but that just was being... just that was like a punch to the throat. Yeah, just proper. It's like crickets. wow, that was no. You know they just they. It was one of those sort of oh, this is how you deal with people. This right, is yeah, this is right. how you are. You know, but it's it's fine. Yeah, I, 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 I had a little bit too much fun over Christmas, which led to too much fun over the last yeah. year. It's hard to stop. It, it is. And when we, like the stuff we do, it's tough sometimes, don't you think? Because you, you're I performing mean, and then people always want to buy you a drink afterwards. I'm thinking, or, yeah. I mean, here, I was thinking this the other day and like for the last couple of shows where, you know, I am, you know, Socially, I function just okay at most moments, mm-hmm. but just before a show, I can't do any of the talking to the people or the small talk or whatever. Uh, I just read this article about the small talking in Iceland and how yeah. re- retarded we are uh, yeah. regarding that, and, and that's even harder, you know, before a show. Um, and then after the show, I'm spent. I've gave, given all Everything of me away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I can't do any of it. Then it's even harder for me to have a conversation. Yeah. The, the only way for me to have a conversation is just to, to drink a lot. Yeah. And I, that's, you know, it's basically, we're going to work when we're going out there. We're, just, yeah. we're going to our job. That's exactly right. And then we get drunk at our job. Or and that's so <laughs> not right. We get drunk before we leave the job. The job. <laughs> it's like, it's like it, it, you know, most people in their last hour of work, uh, you know, tidy up some paperwork. Yeah. They might empty the bins. We, just we get drunk. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> that's not a normal job. It is not a normal job. And it's, it's diff- <laughs> I've had the conversation like this a lot with Birke as well. It can be tough to like find that balance because... You know, it, especially when you suffer from, like, a social anxiety. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I mean, I know this surprises a lot of people, but I have it too. Yeah. I, I have I no know. idea what to say to people after after a gig. If I've made them laugh and, and they, they want to talk to you, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know who you are. Yeah, it's also because I've, you've been kind of just killing it up there. And then yeah. you come down, come off, off the, the stage. stage and people talk to you and they expect you to keep and on it's being like, well, that Who I am on the stage is not who I am in my real yeah. life. I'm actually quite boring. It's, uh, you know? Yeah, so I think I'm just... Like we've been doing for recently, is just handing out flyers and yeah. just... I key, I, the key is now just to keep myself occupied before the show. Yeah. And then just after the show, I just just go home and watch a video. I think that's that's that's. I should do that. Just yeah. get home and watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like, thanks everybody. Goodbye. And um, actually, actually, a lot of the the comics I used to really respect in Melbourne, I would notice that they did the same thing. They would arrive just before the gig. They wouldn't drink at all, and then they would drive home. Right. Yeah. That's. That's, that's, also, that's the healthy way to do it. That's also another thing that doesn't help in, in Iceland and Reykjavik because everything's so close by. You don't need to drive anywhere, no. ever. 
You can just, I can, yeah. You can day drink I every day of the week. I live fucking Loverville. I live in Party Town. In Party Town. Yes. It must be even harder for you. But that's so, so I'm excited about the Reykjavik Marathon because I'm looking forward to being a little bit healthier. Yeah. I'm looking forward to doing a little bit of an experiment to see if, if, if I get myself hotter, will I be more successful? Oh, it would be so nice to be hot. Yes. <laughs> it would be so nice to be I just want to conventionally look good naked, like attractive. in American beauty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to look good naked. We all do, don't yeah, we? Yeah. We all do. And I think, I think there's varying degrees of that as well, you know. I, I don't necessarily want to look like a bronzed god, but I no, want to no, no. feel a little bit more comfortable with myself. Right. right. I think because, you, you know, you get to that point where you, you're like, oh, I just don't feel comfortable in my clothes. I don't want to buy new ones. That is a gateway drug. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, second sorry. you start buying new clothing, it's over. It's true. It's over. If you start buying clothes to accommodate your new body, you're never going to get it back. That's true as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's... that's yeah, when I see, like, uh, uh, yeah, clothes I want... I say to myself, this body doesn't deserve that, that those pants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining you in a bathroom putting on lipstick. Look at you, you little whore. Oh, yeah. You don't deserve those pants. You disgust me. Oh. Yes. Like, 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 who was it? Sissy Spacek in, uh, no, Sally Field in the movie where she had multiple personality disorder. Oh, I never You're saw that one. slut, Carol Ann. I, I missed, like, most of uh, Sally Field's Sybil. catalog. Sybil. Sybil, yeah. Yeah, the made-for-TV movie Sybil. Oh. Starring Academy her. Award winner Sally Field. Oh, man. But that's cool. I'm also excited because I'm going to... I'm going to Akureyri. Right. Tonight. You are going tonight, yeah. And yeah. how long are you staying? All week. All week. But I mean, I'm flying back for the show. Yeah. Which is so international. <laughs> I'm doing a 45-hour flight. Yeah. Um, 45 minute, not hour. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do an entire week of singing with Hera Bjerk. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've, I've heard that this, like, it's like her entire course and you spend almost, like, 12 to 18 hours a day. So you're going at a course. You're going I'm doing, to... I'm doing some education. Oh. I'm learning um, how to sing better. Oh, I, I hear she's a great singing. I hear she's like the foremost in this country. I think she did the singing uh, t- coaching for uh, my musical. Le- she probably a... did. I yeah. think it's weird that you don't know if she did. I, I considering think it it's was your for... musical. Yeah, well, uh, I am... Uh... Drunk a lot. <laughs> My brain has been broken for a long, long time. It has, it And has. Uh, I don't have any attention span. But yes, she did do the teaching. And um, uh, I remember just standing there in the corner and saying, hey, this teacher's pretty good. But I didn't know it was her because I didn't know who anyone was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the reason. Well, because she... I'm bad with uh, names and celebrities. Well, I was, I was, because um, as you know, I made the music video for her song the queen of effing everything mm-hmm. and just while we were waiting for things to save um i was asking her about this workshop and she played me um one of her students she played me the recording on the first day of her course and it was a song like uh it was an older song like uh, the sound of silence or something right um and then she played me the recording of him on the graduation day and it was incredible. Like, I was just like, wow. He had, like, you know, he could mm-hmm. hit notes and everything in the first... Which I think as a singer, I'm kind of like, you know, I can bluff my way through it. And especially when I'm on stage singing Wreck Your Balls or, you know, something about dicks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's ha, 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 funny, funny. But I've always wanted to have, like, a little bit better. 
Um, but this this was amazing there. So I, my expectation is just to go have some fun and come back having learned a little bit more about the voice. And maybe I can use some of that in voiceover work. Yes. Oh, that's a good, good thing to do. Yeah. I'm kind of stressed now that Herreberg is listening to this and she's thinking, what? He doesn't remember me doing the song coaching for her, his musical that she wrote? Just don't calm down, Beyonce. She's far too famous to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, she is now. No, 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 not not too famous. She's too busy. Uh-huh. She's she's a very busy woman. But I think it is now time to introduce people. Welcome to Australia. Australia. We're together, and it's raining cats and dogs. Literally, it's raining cats and dogs. Poor little mammals are falling down and terminal velocity, splattering on the sidewalk and the street, and killing old people. Australia. <laughs> Yet. That was. That, yeah, I it think had that sound really was. And everything. I, I think we should maybe give it to someone and get them to add auto tune and. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. then you, then we can all be like, I love Australia. All those people oh, out there so who many. are just working hard. Yeah, just just dingles. a reminder: if you are somebody who dabbles in music, we have regular segments in this show, and we have been looking for jingles. All right, that's true. And we might, might, we need to, first of all, we need a jingle for the embarrassment of the week. Which is where we share something embarrassing from the past week with each other. Yes. Do you have an embarrassment? Yes, talking about, um, yeah, this is going pretty well right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but last week. No. Last week, that was something else. No, I wasn't functioning at all. I felt like I was doing a podcast with a late dementia patient. Yeah, well, you kind of were, yeah. I, well, uh, yeah, I haven't been struggling finding any words. No, your English is quite good today. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. See? See what alcohol does to you? It's a terrible thing. It's a, fu- it's a fucked up thing that that's... Because we have all these drugs, mm. and this is what the government chooses to distribute to us. I know the drug that makes you sick afterwards, that makes yeah. you make you not makes you not function. Kills your brain cells. Kills. It's your brain more cells. addictive than heroin. Yeah. It's what? Of, I mean, oh, do you know? Do you know? Like drugs are dangerous, but we're gonna give you the most fucked up dangerous here's, one. Here's something interesting. You know, a lot of people don't realize this. When when someone goes into proper rehab to detox from alcohol they have to put them on an analog so a similar drug otherwise they might die right so when someone goes into rehab usually so alcohol works on the same receptors in the brain as valium right so they kind of do the same thing okay um and so they will put you in rehab and they'll put you on valium for about two weeks it takes two weeks for it to fully be out of your system um, if if you go cold turkey, it can kill you, which mm-hmm. is believed to be the reason why Amy Winehouse died, um, because right. she act- it wasn't the fact that she drank herself to death. She decided she wanted to sober up, but didn't go into rehab. She right. just stopped drinking, and it killed her. Okay, because the the withdrawal from it is, um, you know, people get they get tremors, mm-hmm. they get oh my god, I remember this one time. Um, we had, when I was living in the country and we had the medical center, there was this one patient, I, as long as I don't say their name, I'm allowed to talk about the story. This one patient came in, um, and was saying, there's something wrong with me. 
every week, at least once a week, I just have this, these vivid hallucinations and I think I'm going crazy. And, um, so this, this person was seeing like snakes crawling on the ceiling when they were lying in bed at night. And through some investigation, it was worked out that this was always on a Wednesday or a Thursday, Wednesday or a Thursday night. And, uh, then later on, the reason for these hallucinations was this person was so drunk constantly from Friday through to Sunday. They basically binge drink all weekend, like everyone in Iceland does. Mm-hmm. They were so drunk that by the time Wednesday came around, they were having withdrawals. And that's right. why they were hallucinating. And so all this person did was stop drinking so much on the weekend and the hallucinations went away. Okay, I haven't got to the hallucinations yet. I'm kind of I'm a bit bummed up. Because <laughs> I, I would like to see what my brain would cook up for me. Ha- have, you, have you blacked out before? Like, do you have memory ha- I loss? Have, I've had... I've had blackouts, yes. Like where you just have chunks of time where you don't remember? Yeah, well, during drinking. Yeah, yeah. like you wake up the next day and someone's like, do you remember when this happened? You're like, nope. Yeah, that has happened to me. And when that happens, I go like, well, I'm going to take a break now. Yeah. Do they do dry July in Iceland? Uh, it's uh, Some people have done um, Edruar, uh-huh. which is February, uh, yeah, yeah. and Edru, which means sober. Yeah. And then there's uh, Meistaramánuðurinn, which is October. In English, it's October. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. It's, it's Meistaramánuðurinn, which is the month of the masters. The master month. The master and month. And I, I did a bit in my stand-up about that, that I was... I hate the master month because it's my birthday month and everybody's sobering up then. Uh-huh. So I'm going to have my own theme month. It's called, I'm going to be fucked up in October. Call it Fucktober. <laughs> Do you think you might, um, so you're going to go to Berlin, so mm-hmm. July is kind of your, your big training month for the, the marathon. Yeah. How are you going, because in Berlin, beer is cheaper than food. That's true. So, and it's going to be warm, and it's going to be so tempting to do some riding out in the sun, you know, with a nice beer, mm-hmm. you know, just in I'm the probably, sun. I'm going to do some of that, but I'm not going to drink any beer f- uh, for the, uh, before Berlin, which is like so a you're month gonna from be, now. you're going to be sober from now? Uh, well, no, I'm going to no beer. No beer. So I might just have wine. a gin and tonic when we're, uh, yeah. Because this, this is the first time we've ever done the podcast without booze. Yeah. It's a, it's a big step in it's Australia. It's a big step for us. <laughs> I'm sipping coffee and scratching my face off. No, it's not a it's not a bad idea to drink ginger ale and coffee during yeah, a podcast, especially I during the day. Yeah, like regular people, uh-huh. like the majority of the human race. Yes, well, yeah, 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 because yeah. we always record it during the day. It's true. Well, yeah. it's, we've been doing it uh, in summer, so it's hard to know. It is hard to know. The difference here in between days. So, your embarrassment of the week is. Yes, my embarrassment of the week is kind of just uh, you got being you? hung over yeah. uh, at what? It was Tuesday or it was Wednesday? A, Wednesday? It was a Wednesday. A Wednesday. And uh, you were so broken. I was so broken and I will be 40 years old next year. Mm. So I'm thinking, hey man, this is getting kind of pathetic. So that's why you decided to cut out beer and sugar? Yeah, because I want to, like, if I'm going to be, like, a childless, middle-aged man... You want to be hot. And also, like, possibly just keep on doing this whole single thing. Yeah. I want to be hot. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, 
if, uh, if since the like death is closing in, you know, uh, people say life starts at forty. That's that's bullshit. Uh, death, death, death starts, begins at forty. Yeah, death begins that's at true. forty. And uh, so I, I wanna no, I wanna stare death in his face, laughing. Go, uh, look how hot I am. Yeah. Look how hot I am, Dad. Yeah. yeah, try to take this away from me. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I would agree with the, like, people go, oh, yeah, get healthy for the sake of your body and lifelong health. And I just want to be hot. I just want to be hot once. Yeah, I want to be hot. And I want to party at the same time. So I'm, I'm trying to find the, the discipline. Don't you find it makes you a little bit, like, I find I get really annoyed and upset. I'm, I'm an angry exerciser. Mm. Um, you know, when I exercise, I get pretty furious. In fact, yeah. I think it's quite a skill, you know, because oh, really? when you exercise, you create endorphins, which make you happy. And I managed to chew through those endorphins and turn them into hate and rage. Yeah. I don't go that way. I would be interested to see that. I yeah. I get, angry especially man. if I am at the gym mm -hmm. and, uh, and cause I'm so results focused and you, I think you realize I'm an impatient person. Mm -hmm. I want things to happen now. Yeah. So I want to run 10 kilometers and, you know, suddenly go, Oh look, here's my abs. Um, but, and then, but then I'll go to the extreme. Like I will, you know, live on spinach and, and oh, I fucking want it, you yeah. know? Um, uh, but then if I'm at the gym and I manage to see some really hot chiseled people and it, then see them later at, you know, cafe bar and having a beer, mm. I will just think, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck I you. That. Because you shouldn't be like. I've, I've had to live my whole life being told that no, no, the, it's consistency and don't drink and all of this stuff and they're doing it. I remember Jim Gaffigan had a bit about uh, people like uh, really uh, chiseled and hot people at the gym, but why are you still here? You're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. You're finished. You don't have to be here. <laughs> But you know, the, apparently the thing is, like, I remember like um, Cameron Diaz yeah. in the, on Graham Norton or something was mm. saying that it's about consistency. Yeah. It's about doing it all the time, not doing it for six months. And okay, yeah, consistency. I can do that. Mm, I can. Uh, I can get used to things. I've been. I've been actually reading a, a book from a fitness model. Mm. It's called. Um, it's oh my god! See you, now you're unlocking the 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 windows to my psyche. Yes, please. I've been reading this book called The List. Staring into the abyss. Staring into the abyss. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's called The List. All the things fitness models don't want you to know. Oh, right. And this guy is... Because he's made money from being a fitness model. Like, all he does... Yeah. Every time he... He just lip syncs on YouTube and... Boop! $100,000. Right. Because um, wow. he gets so many people watching it just because he's got a perfect ass and, you know... And, and apart from that, he has no other discernible talents. Um, and let's be honest, that is the future. Forget stand-up. Just be hot and lip-sync or have something quirky. Yes, uh, but then you would die inside. No, no, no. But imagine if I was hot and a great comedian. Like, that's like Megatron. Yeah, well, you can... You, we talked about this before. You can do that because you're a minority. And minorities can be hot and funny. I, yeah. I am not a minority, so I have to stay ugly. You don't... No, 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 no. Here's, here's my opinion on that, is minorities, you can look... There's one of two ways. Mm -hmm. You can look really fucking weird mm -hmm. or fugly. Yeah. Yeah. Or like absurd or, you know, like you've got a dead fetus attached to your face. Yeah. That... Or you can be really hot. 
But if you look kind of average, nobody notices you. I This is my opinion when you're a minority. Okay. You have to be really hot or really unfortunate looking. When you are a non-minority comedian, you can... I actually think you can look any way you like, but it actually works better for you if you're just average. Yeah. Because well, if, you're, if you're a really hot non-minority comedian, people will hate you because you're pretty. Because pretty people aren't supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm... Uh... Um, I, I I have enough uh, like uh, self confidence to say that I am slightly above average at, uh, in my opinion. But I know I am ugly enough for people. For example, some of the times when I have a girlfriend mm-hmm. and she is prettier than me, people think people go, "How did this happen?" Yeah, well, they look at you and go, "Miss." <laughs> yeah, <they> go, okay, <laughs> what the hell? Is he rich or something? Yeah. I remember one time I was in this party and there was this, uh, it was actually a gay guy he, he, who, who, who said, um, well, she walked in the room and he was, whoa, she's gorgeous. You're welcome. But I walked after, I walked after her and um, he was kind of particular what kind of people were in his party. Oh, really? Yeah, and he thought like, You're, this is a dork. Why is this guy entering in my apartment? I felt that he instantly judged me. Yeah. And he said, and I don't know. I was, I mean, the hipsterisms were in then. And I had these, his uh, hipsterish glasses, which I always have. Yeah. And, um. Because you had them way before they were I, I did, yeah. actually. I did. <laughs> and, uh, but he, he, he finds it to be very nerdy and not mm-hmm. suitable for his uh, crowd. So he says something like, oh, those are pretty big, fat glasses you have there. And I said, it's not the only thing I have that's big and fat. That's oh, zing! That's my reaction. Mike drop. And that man falls in love with me. As soon as I drop, I just the first thing I do is just yeah. tell this joke. And uh, he goes, okay, you can be in my party. In my party. Even though but you're still, not attractive. Yeah, enough. still I was kind of, what the fuck was that? Because he later gave me some comments like, Okay, you're like a geek, and yeah. she's gorgeous. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, uh, so don't be so fucking surprised, man. Yeah, I mean, come on. I actually think my my hatred of of people who are effortlessly hot, um, even extends to the point where there I won't eat at certain places. Like, I mean, you, we both have a disliking for a certain juice company here oh, in Iceland yeah. and Denmark. Joe and, and the, the Juice. Joe and the fucking Juice. Joe and the fucking Juice. Um, every time I see one, or like, oh, and you know, the reason I don't go there, company. I feel like on their, on their job applications, it's like, you must be this hot mm-hmm. and this douchey to work mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone who works there is the kind of hot where they really fucking know mm-hmm. they're hot. And you know, Power to them because I've spoken to some of those men and that's all they've really got going for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let, let's let's be honest. If you wanna, if you wanna, you know, if you wanna read an attractive person, go after their intellect because they're always scared they're stupid. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I just I think I think well, that's my my embarrassment of the week is that um I I I let myself go. Right. And I had a good, long, hard look in the mirror and just went, uh-uh. So, so we had kind of a similar embarrassment of the week. We did. We, we kind did. of hit rock bottom. We've both hit rock bottom. <laughs> we both, like, I just kind of went, oh, my God, I drink way too much. I'm not eating the right foods. It also has helped that I'm dating a vegan. Yeah. So, like, good. health is, like, such an important thing. And there's so many times when he's at at my house and he's like I'm hungry and then you go oh my god I have nothing for you except champagne I have 
dust. You want some dust? <laughs> no, that's not vegan. Oh, it's made of dead right. skin it's cells. True, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think we should kind of uh, be uh, helping each other out, each other, yeah? like sponsors, mm-hmm, if you like will. Sponsors. Okay. So, okay. So I give you a call every time I want some wheat or sugar. Yeah, every time you want wheat or sugar, and I think you should at least um, text me once a day uh, after after 12 p.m. and mm-hmm. say I hope you're not drinking already. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you should maybe drinking to be a treat, also because the whole drinking thing is as long as a lot. I I I love being drunk it's it's yeah. a fun thing to do mm. it's a roller coaster ride for your brain mm-hmm. except there isn't it's more like a merry-go-round but uh, um, the thing is after I uh, I can't handle the hung, hungover no yeah, yeah and the depression yeah. you get from it and the anxiety yes. you sometimes get it's it just it, is, uh, it gets in the way of work yeah and I love my work too much to be just Ruining it with uh, you know, stupid old we, medical. We were talking last week about not sleeping well. Yeah. And you never get um, your proper sleep if you have any alcohol in your system. That's true. And also, from this book I've been reading, uh, apparently it stops your, mud- your body being able to develop more muscle. Oh. So if we're going to be training for this marathon, you need to have everything strong. You need to be able to have things to carry this, you know, well, for mm. me, this enormously heavy frame um, around, uh, around for 21 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, and if you drink, you're just going to stop the muscles being able to build. That's not, that's counterproductive. It's very counterproductive. So actually here's, here's a point here. If, if people listening in have tips, mm-hmm. if they've got little tips to help us or cheer us on in this journey up until August 18, right. is it the 18th? Many are uh, not. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's around the 18th of August, oh. which is oddly... It's strange. It's my old anniversary. Um, oh. That's a... That's a that, well, it, so now you will make it a new, a so new anniversary. New, yeah. yeah. So uh, if people have tips to help us get through this, this very difficult challenge we have ahead, I think that would uh, be much appreciated. But uh, should we go to our next segment? Yes. Get it to me straight. So, uh, am I first now, or are you first? How was it? Uh, it's your I... turn to go first, because I did everything first last week, because okay. you were hungover. Here is actually something. Uh, I was going... I went to the Penis Museum. Uh, I know, I wanted to go on, with you. Uh, on the th- Friday, on our national holiday, I celebrated it by going to the Penis Museum. I was With a Finnish reporter. Finnish reporter. I was, like, on camera. Uh, commentating on the whole penis museum and I've been doing a bit about the penis museum you have for years now yeah it's one of the like solid bits it's like one of those bits I I you know from Stumper yeah. so we started doing this in English and I bought you this can this these are cherry penises oh cherry pe- oh that's so beautiful I meant to, I'll take a picture of it and put it on our Facebook page yes do that that's so beautiful cherry dicks yeah. Cherry dicks. I'm uh, well. I'm, I've got a long road trip ahead of me this evening with Hedda Björk, and I'm sure she quite enjoys a cherry dick every now yeah, and then. But they're really small. But they are know. very small. Why not? You know, I'm no science queen. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one but of the what's, first things. What's <laughs> I learned about it. But here, here, here's the thing. I gave you this, and my uh, like uh, John, John would like this. He likes penises, <laughs> and it's it's maybe this this game to mistake question is related to when I asked if they asked you if there was a line I could cross. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you still hung up on that? Well, I'm just fascinated all of the time with 
with, with the limits of humor and yeah. the limitlessness of humor yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and all sorts. But here is the thing, have you ever, it doesn't, I guess, yeah, well, it has to be, be in um, a, a, a joke context, mm. a comedy context. Mm. There must have been times when you, because you said you you're way, you have gotten over yourself years ago, so yeah. it's hard for you to be offended, but it, you must sometimes see like a stupid sitcom doing a stupid cliche, uh, yeah. a gay cliche. You must be offended or kind of just, come on, really? Uh, once well, no, in a while. I, I, get, I get the come on, really, yeah. but I, I just... Of, not offended is too uh, is a strong word. It's a strong word. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's it's been such a long time. Yeah, I do the common really. really and re- I have I don't remember. I don't, I don't even remember been. the last time I was offended. No. Um, and it's such a waste of emotions. I think so too. I think so too because when if you if something, I think if if someone says something and it hits you the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You can choose to be offended by it, mm-hmm. or you can choose to try and understand yeah, but, why uh, you feel this way about it. If somebody that. tries to do something like that to offend me, to try to hurt me with words or jokes, yeah. I go like, oh, okay, is that what you nice got? try. Yeah. And, or like, oh, don't quit your day job. Yeah. It's, I kind of almost just feel sorry, or I'm just, huh, I'm glad that guy isn't funny. I, I do I do remember, th- and this was not gay related though, I do remember recently it was pointed out to me because there was um, there was this party happening and there was this person at the party who is quite often always doing that kind of I'm going to make a scathing bitchy comment and it never really affects mm-hmm. me in any way. Yeah. It's like Wonder Woman, chung, chung, you know, mm-hmm. like the wrists of reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was singing just to myself, because, you know, I, as I was pouring a drink, uh, and, and he, um, he's, this guy said to me, would you like to do singing lessons? <gasps> and I'm so used to this person always making these comments that I just straight away blurted out, uh, why? Was that like another veiled attempt at making me feel like a piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and, and like it was almost like one of those moments where the music just went... Yeah, yeah. And... You, you kind of lost it. I, I kind of lost it, but it was... <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, No, you have a really lovely singing voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I don't remember last That time. was kind of cute, I would say, yeah. you know. It's, a, it's actually, you know, it's like, I would say it was a positive that you would uh, rather than go, of course you want me. Yeah. Uh, rather go, why? Why would you want why? me? Why would you want me? Because you always say n- nasty things to yeah. me and I don't really understand. Yeah, well, um, kind of. But I don't remember the last time I was offended by... I have a story about a time when I, I experienced like homophobia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, I've, I've experienced it a lot, but and it was a really proud moment. It was when I lived in the outback in yeah. Australia, and and so my ex husband and I were were the only openly gay couple most of these people had ever met. And we'd been living. He was the town doctor, and mm-hmm. I was involved in a lot of different projects, and we really became part of this community. And they had this massive. Um, cricket competition that brings like thousands of people from all over the country into this town and this town only had like a thousand people in it um and we were at the pub this one night uh 
after on a big day so this regular pub was just overfilled with all these you would call them foreigners mm-hmm. you know people who weren't from the town and i remember um i had said to uh my ex uh you know um do you want a drink and he said yes i went to go get one and just as i turned around i heard faggot yeah and before i could actually make out who it was this guy was being taken outside by local boys and given a talking to. Wow. Yeah, like these these really straight blokey guys yeah. had taken this man outside and from what I've heard because there were, you know, friends of mine outside, they basically were saying if you have a problem with our doctor and his partner, you have a problem with us, uh-huh. you're not going to say that again or we will, you know, we'll fuck you up. That's beautiful. It was. It was yeah. a really beautiful moment. I was like, oh, I feel so taken care of. And and I I don't, yeah, I really don't remember a time I've been so like upset or somebody has been able to make a gay joke that, I mean, but that's also because I have this. I think I've got a very dark, sick humor. Yeah, yeah, that helps. And that you know, there's there's nothing that's too far for me. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Also, also because I've been just, I've been, I've been. Now here's the word I'm looking for. Um, when you're like, I've been sharpening yeah. my axe yeah. for years, my yeah. sick joke axe. Yeah. It's become sharper and sharper and sharper. So whenever somebody takes a shot at me, You've I don't already... pull out my axe because I'm not going to do it because I would kill you. I would. Yeah. I would. I would. I would, we... I would murder you. In I moment. wouldn't even have to take yeah. off my earrings or get no. someone to hold my weave. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Are we thrown down? Is that was that word? Do you know? Um, my flatmate Anton. Uh, said to me yesterday because he's you know getting all nostalgic and mm. getting ready to leave and um, he was giving me feedback on the drag show that I hosted mm. on the weekend and he told me something that I was like oh yeah you're probably right which may be a surprise because you know public persona versus what I'm like in real life mm-hmm. he said to me in the kitchen the other day you know what you're actually a nicer person on stage than you are in real life <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he's, he's like Oh man, the things that you've made jokes of in this house that you would never use on a stage. Oh, that's I think that's just, true. Actually, you you are. I I say words, things yeah. to you that I would never say on stage. Yeah, you do, and yeah. I make there Some, is no one is safe because this this podcast is kind is kind of like uh, relentless, but still, what we talk about off mic is, is much worse. Much worse. And I think I think like we we I was told recently by um, by someone that they. Because, you know, you're quite a an enigma, I think, to a lot of people here in Iceland. I like to keep it that you way. You like to keep it that way. But I've more than one person has gone, has said to me, you know, listen to that podcast. I didn't realize he was so nice. <laughs> I always thought he, yeah, I didn't realize he was so nice. And, and, you know, that I keep telling people, he's the nice one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is so much nicer yeah. than me. I'm the, I'm the bitch. Yeah. The nice one and the bitch. You listen to the nice, nice one, one and the, the bitch. bitch on Mix 97. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, Gabe, to be straight, that's, that's, so what can I ask you? So, things I've asked you, I've asked you about how you have the talk. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, and in my case, the talk is, it's cold You words. avoid it. I've asked you if you faked an orgasm before. I have. I've asked you if you've ever had homosexual thoughts. I've. I've had to, yeah. How, what was my answer to that? I think you'd you? had them, but you never acted on them. Yeah, like you oh, thought yeah. you were in love with someone. Yeah. Something like, no, not in love, but you know. Like you had these, bro- it was a bromance we established. A bromance, yeah. I had the bromance with a, a gay bromance. man. With a gay man. I had, hmm, 
Maybe no, I'm gay, no. and then you're like, no, I'm not. I guess my gay thought was like this. Hmm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, what I've been, I've been, I've been struggling with this today. I've been trying to think. What, what do I want to know? What do I think the people out there, the gays listening to this, would want to know? Because we've already covered yeah. such amazing topics like queefing. I like queefing. Queefing, and, you know, the cherry cherry fart is, versus fart classic. Is this becoming like one of those clip shows, or like like a, a French show? Remember the time when... <laughs> <laughs> we will have to... Before you go to Berlin, maybe we should put together a best of. I think at least uh, all the listeners, if they, you know, uh, not not only can you ask us questions about ants of agony, if you have a kid to a straight question, yeah, that's because, uh, yeah... I, uh, I do. I do have as a question. I'm kind of just. I'm running out of. Because we already ask. know so much yeah. about each other. I have a question. I yeah. have a question about fluids. Like fluids. About fluids. I have a question. Uh, fluids and the regime in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I. Um, as you know, I am not a gold star gay. Gold star gay is uh, means that you have only had sex with men. Yes. And a double gold star means you were born by cesarean, so you've never been through a vagina. Whoa. Um, <laughs> my little brother's a, gold, a double gold star. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm neither. You're I am neither. neither. Wow. I tried what to a f- disappointment. I tried to fuck the gay out of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after, uh, after quite a few different experiences decided hmm I really don't enjoy this but I do remember there was something about and we're venturing into into an interesting territory here yeah I've had this thought for a while I I had been near and around vaginas and not once did I ever find one that Smelled nice. Oh really? Um, and I. W- <laughs> well, we are going into interesting area here. I think I it's gonna be worse for me than you. Oh, I do. <laughs> I wondered. I often wondered, was it because I'm gay, or uh, was it because it's just some? Is it just something you deal with when you're having sex with with ladies? <clears throat> that they, you know. How hey, many vaginas have you been? Or how many vaginas have you touched? Not including your mother's. Oh, sh- well, Why you, did you... you did the whole cesarean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I got out of there and went. I never need to go back. Um, I uh, uh, it'd be like close to twenty. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, so 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 when did you come out? When did I come out? Like yeah. to my family. To your family. You always knew you were gay. I, I think I knew I was... That was an interesting thing because, you know, I didn't really know I was gay until probably about 14 or 15. Okay. But then people tell you... Pe- kids kids are perceptive. Yeah. Everyone else knew I was. Yeah. You know, hey, poofta. Hey, faggot. <laughs> hey, you know, and then one day you're like, oh, man, they're right. Yeah. Oh, they weren't being mean. They, they were just, were just say, naming a fact. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah, they were helping me. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. All those times you tried to let me know that I was gay. Yeah. Um, uh, that wasn't that wasn't uh, a punch in the face. That was a friendly reminder. It was a friendly reminder. Hey, it's like saying, hey, brown eyes. <laughs> you know, um, 
you know, and, and, and the other children at the school, they were just trying to remind them that they were Asian or yeah, that they yeah. were... Because... Because you can forget. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I almost said a really racist joke. Yeah. And I stopped at the last moment. I'm glad you did. Uh, but I was I was going to say, yeah, I, I did go through a period where I really didn't want to be gay. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? If I could just, you know get through with it like if i can just do sex How with girls like probably about um between like so 17 and 18 and you had 20 vaginas at that time it was a two-year period my god i wish <laughs> you don't want to know how many no, dicks I, I had in that time I as lost, well yeah okay so a dicks because uh, remember it was established that i i yeah. Before I met my... So like 20 vaginas and 50 dicks? Before I met my ex-husband, <laughs> I met him when I was 20, I was already in triple digits. Alright. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Jeez. I was messed up. Yeah. Or a player. No. This... Remember there was a, the, the sauna period. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, one sauna visit gives you like, uh, uh, like uh, depending on how much energy you've got, your number goes got. up by yeah. like ten or twenty just yeah. in one sauna visit. You, you can. The number can. So, do you have the number? Do I know the number? Yeah. I stopped counting. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. And then there's also pro- like the post divorce. Right, 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 right. You know, okay. and the, the blackout periods. So yeah, so you but might be going into quadruple digits. I wouldn't so, know. I've, wouldn't I know. stopped counting. You're like Charlie Sheen. I know. <laughs> except I don't have HIV. Yeah, well. Anyway, so... <laughs> so, okay, you and a two-year... Like, so, when I was 17, 18, my digits were zero. Yeah, but you lived in Iceland. There were less people to choose from. Oh, that wasn't the reason. Why were they... Because... I was in Quenno. There were 70% girls in my college. So if you just tried harder, you probably could I have. had no... First of all, I barely had any friends and I had no, I, my social skills were like, I, I couldn't talk to anyone uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. And, uh, and uh, at least of all uh, women or girls, I could never talk to them. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I remember being, I was 18, I remember being 18, thinking, well, I'm never going to have sex. This is just something I have to come to terms with right now, wow. so I can keep on living my life. Oh my god! I just, I just, I'm probably gonna be the forty-year-old virgin when I, when that movie came out. But I, oh, that was my fear. That's what you thought. Yeah, I, I was just. It's probably not gonna happen. I'm. I even started like, okay, I should make up some like stories right now, just to perfect those lies. I'm gonna make up maybe three women that I have sex with if people ask me and I'm gonna have those lies really like well written wow so but fortunately that uh, uh, that got all all <coughs> that uh, all got fixed up so yeah. back to the smell the smell <laughs> yeah absolutely so is it just that I'm gay or is there because no. I gotta be honest with you there are times when I I've been with Penises that we talked. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. So you've been with smelly penises. Yeah, but and you just go, wow, I'm not gonna. And the ratio of smelly penises uh, versus unsmelly penises is it more or less than a smelly vaginas versus versus 
versus uh, chatty vaginas? No, I found that the, most of the vaginas I were with, I just didn't like the like it was a. I just didn't like the smell at all. I'm gonna say it might then be because of because being gay. gay. Yes, yeah. I think uh, partly because of that. Mm. Because uh, there, like every vagina smells different. Mm-hmm. There is a like particular vagina smell, but it it varies. Mm-hmm. And there are some vaginas out there that don't smell good, and I think that might just be some health issue. I think mm-hmm. they should go and bacterial have a, vaginosis. Have a checkup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but most of them, uh, in my experience, smell really nice and kind of you know have the uh, have probably the pheromones or whatever to make you more horny. So mm. that would be a factor. So maybe I'm just immune gay. to the pheromones. Yeah, you being gay is just uh, uh, you finding the smell to be worse than I do. It's just uh, your uh, your gay brain saying, "Hey, well, that's not where to put the penis. Uh-huh. That's not where to put the mouth. You know where to put it. Stop. Uh... Stop pretending. Yeah, <laughs> come out already. Yeah. Uh huh. That's. I. I think that's. I think we could record this and put it out there for anyone who's who's like, oh, being gay is a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we did record this. We could just mm. we could just take that snippet and go. Mm. Well, here's a man who clearly tried. Right, right. And the vagina, it just wasn't for me. No, no. It's almost like the vagina uh, has uh, like like it's a, a, a mechanism of what you call it. Uh, it's a oh god damn it! It's a pro vagina is kind of protecting itself from and, ga- and, and me. Yeah, from from gays. From gays. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a self defense mechanism. It's a defense. It's got a defense yeah. process. Yeah, because by which the vagina it, is going like uh, it doesn't well. want to do it cause pain to a gay by making yeah. it have the sex. The vagina with it. is uh, cares about you. The vagina is going. I don't wanna. You're not go. You're not. You don't want this. this. Is, yeah, yeah. You really don't. You really don't. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. You know. In your mind, I'm gonna smell like. Uh, 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 what What did uh, Bilge say? A bad T-bone steak. No, that's when you're on a period sitting on a heated seat. Oh my god. Okay. So like. Oh, a, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, like the Jesus. worst thing I've heard about uh, vagina smell is like it's been compared to like a bad tuna melt or something like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the the tuna mouth smell is like it's the self uh, defense mechanism of the vagina, but it's not really protecting itself. It's protecting you Me. away from uh, the oh. wrong line, wrong future. Wow, that's that's really insightful. The I also I think cares. the look of them as well, probably, because mm-hmm. when when they when movement happens in a vagina. It, to me, it's a bit like watching the movement happens in the vagina. You know, like, how, well, it, to me, it's a bit like watching. You know, when a shark eats a seal mm-hmm. and its teeth kind of move independently from its oh, head. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I think about mm-hmm. when I look at a vagina. Yeah, the vagina is kind of freaky looking. Like it so just, is the penis. Ha! You so know, is the penis. I, I, I actually disagree with you. I think penises look really beautiful. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, because I've been doing this bit in my act, right? But how can anyone find the penis attractive? I mean, look at it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's this weird fucking thing. And uh, I also did like a... Uh, I remember one time uh, a, a girl interrupted the show. It wasn't really a hackle. But she's, she was like a big feminist and said, oh, so what do you think about vaginas? And I did this whole metaphor. Well, you know, 
the alien monsters, the, you see how they have like penis-shaped heads in the alien movies. Mm. But have you seen Predator? When the Predator takes off his yeah. mask, he looks like a vagina. He looks like a vagina. So, explains the boner I got when I watched Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> and anyway, yeah, but uh, the thing is, I went to the penis museum. Uh-huh. And uh, I exited that building thinking, huh. The human penis isn't really that bad. I mean, some it's of not. the fucked up shit I saw. There's a human that, specimen in that. There is a human it specimen. It looks so wrong. It's Well, the human dick is actually the most disgusting thing in there, but it's not a really good specimen, I would but say. I think they screwed up the preservation of it. Well, it's just a scrotum, and then it's kind of the foreskin. If it was... Uh, uh, it, it wasn't really a shower. It, it, at best, it was a grower, but it looked like uh, just. Uh, it a was really from a ninety-year-old man. Yeah, so it gets smaller by age. Well, I mean, I don't know. No. Apparently, it keeps growing, doesn't it? Your ears, your nose, and your penis. Really? Well, it just keeps dropping. Yeah. Okay, Gravity. Because so, so if you're if you're in so your you look like a sloppy, if you're in like your elf. early twenties and you already have really low hanging balls, you're gonna need surgery. So by the, the more time you're older you get, the more you look like a, a droopy elf creature porn star. Yeah, your nose and your ears keep growing. And your penis. And you and you and everything drops. It's like gravity. Yeah, yeah. It's like women's breasts drop. That's why I always I always wear boxer briefs. I just I keep. You it like up. to keep it up. Keep it up. I don't want it hang. No. I, I, when people ask me, how's it hanging? I, I say, it doesn't. It's not. Yeah, but it depends. You know, some people just... I, I particularly... Mine don't hang that low, you know? Mm-hmm. Not, I, I think it's quite a nice, comfortable... Right. ...hanging range. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I've seen some that you're like, wow, that is pendulous. <laughs> that is... Pendulous. That is like Words a... Words of today. Grandfather <laughs> clock. <laughs> pendulous. Pendulous balls. Yes, well, that was a nice word in my vocabulary, pendulous, which brings us to our next segment. How, How to, to speak, speak Australian. Australian! What do you got for me this week? I think I started last time. Did you? Yeah, I started with Natura Continuum. Yes, you did, you did. So it's it's my turn to teach you something. I've actually had a, I've had a, a friend staying with me this week mm-hmm. from, uh, from, I was about to say from Australia, from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and we've, we've noticed that I've, I've stopped using certain words, um, right. because they just don't make sense to Icelandic people or anyone outside of Australia. I've taught you things like Eski, mm-hmm. which is a cooler, mm-hmm. um, Oh, what is some some of the we we are uh, prom? We don't call it prom. Ooh, what do you call it? A formal. A formal. Yeah. We don't have proms. You don't have a graduation dance. No. Well, it's just a prom. It, at best, it would be called the graduation dance. Yeah. Or something like that. But there was there was a, a good one that came up the other day. So um, you've you've had these before. You had one of these when we went to a bar in Copenhagen and you were upset that the name did not describe the insides of that bar. Oh yeah. We went to a bar called Cozy. Yeah. And you went in and you went, I have been lied to. This bar isn't cozy at all. I wanted a place to sit down and talk. And instead... It was a, like a... It a was, circus. It was like a Ke- Kenneth Anger movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you had in that moment yeah. was called a tanty. A tanty. A little tantrum. Yes. A tanty. Ah, oh, he just went and chucked and and that's the other I thing. I have myself one little tanty. We in Australia, I, this was pointed out to me, we chuck everything. Yeah? You throw some, uh, chuck? You yes. can chuck a tanty? 
chuck a tantrum. Throw a tantrum. Yeah. Or um, I might say to you, oh, see that, see that bottle over there? Can you chuck it over here? Yeah. Or chuck us. Chucking tanties. Chuck us that bottle. Well, you're, you're chucking tanties with the nice guy and the bitch. <laughs> on mix chucking tanties with nice, nice guy, guy and, and the, the bitch. bitch on mix 97.7 <laughs> it's a radio show uh what's what are you going to teach me today i am going to teach you uh uh yeah sure um i'll teach you the word for uh hmm I should have been prepared, like... Uh, or, or maybe you could give me something that is it was relevant to my life that I could use. Like, you know, how do you say, come on my face? Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, at that moment, you wouldn't want to, like, uh, slur the words. Or <laughs> like, uh, you, if, uh, you wouldn't want to go, like, saying it wrong. But what? What did you say? It's a very... Fauder is to ejaculate. Yeah, fauder. Fauder. Fauder is just uh, yeah, fauder. A fauder. That's to come. Okay, fauder. Yeah, it, it literally means get it. Get it. Yeah. You want to get it on my fauder. Fauder. Get it. Au. The fauder framani. That's framani means. Fram. Your face is your fram. Yeah. Thu er rauder i framan means your red. Yeah, red faced. Yeah. yeah. So framani, it's the fourth case. Yeah, third. Framani, it's not. A, uh, it's, it's not a case. No. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to be. You, you can, this is the worst. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> uh, there must be an easier way to say it. Fauda framani meg is uh, very literal kind of. Au framani. Fauda thaf. Fauda thaf. Framani me. Fold it up, Framani me. Fold it up, please. Framani me. My face. Fold it up, Framani me. At the pay. When you hear that. Say it with Ara. Fold it up, Framani me. Skal gert svarar This actually reminds me of an Icelandic language course I was doing before I got here. It was like, um. Guðrún is going to her friend's house. Guðrún says to Björn. And Björn says, wouldn't you like to come inside first? Repeat after Guðrún. Come on my face. <laughs> I think we're still laughing. Or brundadu á brjóstinu á mér. Oh, in, on my tits. Yeah. Brundadu is uh, ejaculate. Brundadu, brundadu. Oh, brust. Brundur uh, is is uh, come. Yeah. 
but it's kind of a uh, it's a kind of a uh, um, like a dirty way to say it. Aha. So brundaða brjóstina mér. It's a, it has a sound to it. It does. Yes, it sounds... but it's uh, you don't have any breasts, so no. it doesn't matter to you. Uh, that's why you're not repeating it. I'm not gonna, <laughs> gonna waste my brain space on that. I don't have any breasts. <laughs> well, at least not after two months. Ah, yes. Yes, yes. that was a good one. <laughs> um, okay. So that so was amazing. That was, that was amazing. Oh, and now we've got our advice segment. Yes. The Ants of Agony. Now, this is this is such a a gay-themed um, episode because we've been it's asked... It's all been very gay-themed. It has been today. Yes. So we have um, we have a question. We have a caller. We have a caller. We have a caller. Uh, and let me just find that question. Uh-huh. So. Okay, so here's the question. Okay, you're in bed with someone, you want to have anal sex, should you just go for it? How do you know if you're ready and how do you prepare? Now, I, I remember you telling me once that you've, you've done the anal sex with a lady and you didn't enjoy it very much. No, well, uh, no, that's not even how it uh, happened. Uh, I've been asked to do the anal. Aha, that's right. And I kind of said, no, I, I, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. I sh- I, although, I would like to try it. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Are you afraid to have poop on your dick? It's not really the poop, although the poop is a factor. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, at one time, <clears throat> I uh, the first time I was asked to do it, I uh, I tried and I couldn't fit it in, and that's that. So anyway, wow! Uh, please, just, you, you, uh, just, I'm just, <laughs> just, let's, 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 let's you go. couldn't fit it in. Now, well, it was yeah, the the the, uh, the anus was too tight. Were you, did you try to use lube? There was no lube at the, <clears throat> at the premises. So at it was just time. a bit of spit. Yes, but if a girl really wants it, I will, sure, I will accommodate her if she, if she asks nicely. Uh-huh. And yeah, actually, she would have to do, in my case, she would have to do the initiative. She would ask, have to ask me. You're never going to just try it's it. Not, it's not on the agenda. No, it's not on my... It's not something that you love to do. No. Well, I haven't really. You haven't done it. I haven't the experience. I, yeah. I kind of just. The bad stuff has never been something that's just entered my radar, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I only live once. Of course, I have to do it sometime. Mm. I mean, it's, I'm going to put it on my getting my shit together list. <laughs> <laughs> right up there with not drinking so much, yeah, cutting out so, sugar. So, how, actually, not drinking too much might actually decrease. The fact decrease the chance of me actually having anal sex, but mm. there you go. Well, I I know there are a lot of women who really love it. Yeah, they there are there are some. I distinctly remember actually many years ago. I'm I'm even going to say her name. A friend of mine, Gemma, um, because then if I say that and tell her, then she'll listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. She's married and has a baby now. Um, but, uh, but she, I remember her uh, ringing me, um, it was like a, a weekend, it was like 9pm and she rang me and she was like, Jono, Jono, I went, what? She goes, I need to know how to do it. How to do what? How to have bum sex. <laughs> um, and apparently like, you know, she wanted to try it. She wanted to try it with her boyfriend, but she just didn't know 
how to how to put it in because it doesn't she, I remember her words were saying it doesn't have the same feeling as a vagina mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's ready for something to go in it's like you have to go slower it's a more of a you do have to go slower I think and actually slow paced in process. a lot of ways I'm probably the worst person to ask you know what I what I've been the the period of life I've been going through recently mm-hmm. and I'm I'm happy to talk about this I I am I always consider myself what is known as versatile, mm-hmm. which is, you know... Both bo- bottom and top. So there are tops, there are bottoms, and there's people who are versatile. There are people who are none. Yeah. There are people who never do penetration, and they're called sides. So the sides, they only do blowjobs and... Uh... Or frottage. Frottage? Frottage is when you use other body parts like a fold so you could do, yeah, use the, the armpit, armpit or between the legs uh, or yeah, you know yeah. titty titty fucking is frottage yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if you just put your head on your shoulder you could put it in between yeah I guess there. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> of course the French came I up guess, with a name for yeah, it I guess we do but I always considered myself that way and in the last sort of three years I have not bottomed a lot. No. And I which means I have not had a penis inside me very often and I don't know I'm I'm I just don't know how to do it anymore. And I no. think I think because it's actually gotten in my head that I'm gonna be bad at it. But the question wasn't really how how is how do you do it, but how do you do you go for it or do you ask? That's well, the question kind of. No well do you do I just go for it? Yeah, do like if you want. Uh, I think it's it's this guy. T- t- this is a guy talking about having sex with a girl. I do you know what I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> so if it's a guy having sex with a girl, I think the proper etiquette is you. She have, she has to ask for it. She has to ask for it. Yeah. But if you really want to do it, you can try and ask for it and risk that thing if you don't know it too, too well. I think you have to have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're like, hey, I would really like to try this, and mm-hmm. they say no, but I I think, you know, I think if it, with, with within a, a heterosexual circumstance, mm-hmm. I actually think it's possible that waiting until you're already having sex is probably not the best time to... No, absolutely. Yeah. I think because then there's always, there's already a pressure. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a, it's just like a, a, for instance if a medical student is going to be sitting in on a consultation with a doctor the doctor is supposed to ask the patient before they enter the room if they're fine with a medical student being there because yeah. then otherwise they might feel pressure to say yes when they actually want to say no yeah well it has happened to me that I was having sex and in the middle of it the girl wants to have bum sex yeah and I can't... did you feel pressured to do it uh, no, I didn't feel the pressure. See, I was very, very nice about it. Yeah. I mean, uh, she wasn't really like bu- bullying me into mm. it. She mm. was just, would you like to do that? And I went, hmm, yeah, I don't know, not really. Do you think, but I think you considered you know, it more than you would have if she asked to, you outside of the bedroom? I might have been more prepared for it. Mm. But uh, and then again, you know, uh, I appreciated the, the question. Mm. You appreciated her asking instead yeah. of just trying. So I think it's it's better to do it uh, if you're kind of a couple and seeing each other and you maybe even doing kind of sexy talk on the phone or yeah. whatever. Then that's a good time to bring it up. But uh, during sex, 
you could try and risk it, but I mm. would promise a positive reaction. And, and the the other side of the of the sort of coin as well from I guess from the game man's perspective. At least not do not show it in without asking. No, no, God no. And I've do you know I have thrown in Iceland. I have I have thrown men out of my bedroom because they just tried to do it without even putting a condom on. Right. Okay. And it's like that is that is you know. Uh, I don't know what your status is. I don't know if you have HIV or not. You know, that's a conversation that we that we need mm, to have. Absolutely. Um, you don't know if I want that there. It's 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 a, it's borderlining on rapey. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and uh, but I think I think if you are wanting to try it, mm-hmm. I think you should always experiment on your own first, mm-hmm. because it doesn't work the same way as a vagina. No. It is not as a, it can be elastic, but it takes a long time for that. In mm-hmm. as we've discovered in the conversations we've had about fisting, um, it is it is not something that is easy straight away, and you have to relax into it from memory. It's been a while, mm-hmm. um, but from memory, you need you need things like lube. Right. Um, you need to make sure that you don't need to poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's the it's thing that would worry one. worry me because you know, well maybe I I at least I wouldn't have, for uh, obvious reasons I don't want a penis in my ass. But if I did want to, you would want to make sure you've got. Yeah, a clean then basement. I wouldn't do it. At least not these days because my uh, bowel movements are not that great. So try me again in two months. Do you know we were talking about this? I think that's also one of the reasons why I'm not doing it. Yeah, is because we you know we've talked about how you have gluten intolerance but mm. I think it's just being over 30 yeah same thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> I happen to f- my, my I get the gluten shy side mm-hmm. I eat pizza drink some beer I will have diarrhea yeah, tomorrow yeah 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 it kind of it kind of ruins you my know, day and it kind of like it's almost like your body always holds on to a little bit it doesn't want to yeah. give everything yeah it's always it's always a little bit more and you don't want that squirt out while somebody's pushing inside your anus that mm-hmm. would be such a mood kill well there's well, a thing there's a thing a lot of people do called douching yeah. Where they just put some water up there. Oh, you were talking I thought you were just talking about working at Jonah Juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar process. Yeah. It's all about, you know, yeah. it's it involves shit. Yeah. Um but they, they squirt some water up there, wait some time. I, I personally have never done it, but I have heard if you are wanting to douche, one of the things people never tell you is you don't do it immediately before. No. Because it might take a couple times. Mm-hmm. And um, you might even leave some water and and, there, and some I know ash someone water. that's happened to. Oh. I know someone that's happened to, and afterwards they kind of pulled out, and ass water went everywhere. Oh, ass water. That's ass. Mm, it's like garbage water at the bottom of that, <laughs> the bottom of the garbage bag. Nice guy and the bitch in their first feature film, Ass Water. <laughs> Coming soon to cinemas everywhere. Uh, Come soon, all over your belly. Yeah, but I would say it's, I don't. You don't just shove it in, mm. and know that because I do. You know, I do remember what it feels like. That yeah. um, it's it, it's the same thing. You know, with blowjobs as well. Yeah, you don't uh, just uh, just throw your dick into a girl's mouth. No. That's also uh, a bit rape. It is. Yes, very much so. So uh, yeah, I think I think when it comes to something going inside someone, mm-hmm. I think if you are the person who ultimately will be putting it inside mm-hmm. them. You have to be, I think, you should be a little bit more submissive. I think it should be up to them. It is their body. 
Yeah, well, okay. I mean, or or it, but at least sex, it, though is so you don't don't ask for permission. Can I put it in now? Well, I mean, yeah. However, because that's kind of more they uh, know because often yeah. it, during the process, if you're already out uh, out of your clothes and in bed, then both parties know that the penis is going to be inside the vagina. But however, not necessarily. Well. <clears throat> Well, you just you you do it very kind of. Uh, you but don't, I think I you think don't, you don't immediately go for it. No, you have to but check think... if it's ready, and you have to just read all the all the factors and situations, the facial oh, expressions. So that's kind of a dance. Now it's not during like heterosexual penis and vagina sex. It isn't that way. It is isn't it? the way. You don't say, "Can I put my penis inside you now?" I always do. Yeah, well, I guess it's different with uh, penises and vaginas. And butts. Yeah. yeah. I always ask. I always say, you know, is it okay? But, you know, it depends on the situation, I'm... but in most, like, consenting adults know what's going on. Yeah, I always emphasize that it's okay stop, if it's not as well. Then, you know? uh, then of course, you stop. But uh, it's the, the whole... Uh, uh, yeah, it's like with the talk. Mm. Uh, it's all up, it's all about codes and reading the whole situation. Mm. So if uh, so if uh, this is a very like slippery slope here. It is. But here's the thing: you have to check if the slope is slippery. You have to uh, lube is an essential. You have to know for that sex. Yeah, you have to know that uh, uh, she is ready, and and she will either take the first initiative and just put it inside her, or you will check. And you will know by her reactions that she wants to go inside you. And I would, but however, I would, yeah. you have to be really good at this, and you have to know what's going on. Yeah. You because uh, there are some like rapes out there that have happened by uh, when the guy says, "But she never said no" or stuff like that. She was only crying, but I thought it was like crying of joy. Some oh stupid people out there. Really? Really? Yeah. That's how some rape happens because. Nobody ever technically technically so said like no. someone yeah, but he just didn't notice that this girl is crying. Yeah, didn't notice that she was dry or crying or whatever. Oh my god! But he uses he uses like that technicality uh, to get away with rape, oh, which happens terrible. all the time because we live in a horrible society. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but at the same time, just I mean, it's just don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. <laughs> Don't be a douche who works at Joe and the Juice. Uh, I, one last thing I would say on that, especially if you are in a heterosexual coupling, and even if you're in a committed long-term relationship and you no longer use condoms, I would suggest using it for your first anal experience. Mm-hmm. Because then, at least if there is a bit of mess, yeah, you can just pull it off and it's sealed in a bag. Also, yeah, and lube would also be good. Lube is very good for yeah. it. Lube is very good for it and you just have to take your time. Mm-hmm. You can't just get in there and start plowing. You have to it's like burrowing a tunnel. You have to get in there, just relax into it, breathe. I I really should try it, but I'm going to do it with somebody special, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving my first butt sex for somebody special. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Something meaningful? Something meaningful. Oh, wow. It, this, is, this is a meaningful day for me. Right? This is. Do you know, five years ago today, I came to Iceland for the first time. Wow. Yep. Okay. Five years ago today was the first time I came to Iceland. It was, I, I met my friend Olaf, and we got stuck at Gatwick Airport together. Right. 
I spent so you met her five years ago. Five years ago today, when we were trying to get here th- mm. with um, Iceland Express. Right. Rest in peace. And how did you like Iceland as an Australian, twenty-five years old? I was. I, w- I think I was. Yeah, I was. I was in my twenty-sixth year. Twenty-five. It came during summer. So it was. It was. It was summer. It was this time of year. It was almost the longest day of the year. It was exciting. It was. It was a tough experience getting here because mm-hmm. we there was a, a baggage handler strike in um italy mm-hmm. i'd been traveling for four weeks already um we were supposed to go from ciampino to gatwick mm-hmm. and then have nine hours to just bum around and arrive at midnight mm-hmm. in reykjavik which right. was exciting you know never seeing the midnight sun there was a baggage handler strike in Champina Airport. Nobody spoke any language other than Italian. And I, by the way, between my ex-husband and myself, Dutch, some German, French, English. Like, you'd think someone would be able to help us with those languages. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> or we'd at least be able to piece something together. Nine hours passed and no one could tell us what was going on until the very last minute. We ended up having to put our bags on the plane ourselves. Right. And then one of the propellers was making a funny sound on the way in. So then we were delayed. It was, I think it was Ryanair. Right. Um, and then we finally got to Gatwick, raced through, got to the desk of Iceland Express to try and check in. They were like, no, the boarding has closed. The plane hadn't even arrived. Mm-hmm. The plane was still in Iceland and they wouldn't let us in. So we slept at Gatwick Airport and spent like 24 hours. That's where I met these these people. So it was exciting to get to, to Iceland. Um, my ex-husband hated it. Yeah. Well, let's he sign was, number one. He was really, he was really grumpy because it, you know, it was just a, a shit fight to get here. Mm. However, like we did, we drove, we saw Reef. Um, we... So what? Reef, the town. Like we went all the way through the West Fjords. Yeah. Reef. 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 Yeah. Okay. Is that, is that a town? It's a town. Oh, wow. Must yeah. be really not special. It was tiny. It was yeah. nothing. Okay. It was yeah. It, um, you know, made some made some friends and connections here. It has changed a lot. Yeah. This lot in, of even things. in five years. It changed. It's been changing very fast. In very the rapidly. Fa- there weren't years. as many tourists. No, no, the tourist boom, boom, boom is just. It's not even at its peak. Yeah. We will have more next year and even more yeah. the year after that. And, and the Icelandic government and people really don't know how to deal with it. We're trying to like make money out of it, but it's just they're coming in so fast and so many. And, and you're getting more immigrants as well? Yeah, the immigrants are right because then you get more like the restaurants. Mm. That's, uh, our, uh, the thing with the immigrants, you need them because I need. We need more restaurants. There are a variety of restaurants and also a variety of people. Because mm. come on, the gene pool here. It's like a puddle. Yeah, it's a puddle. It's a dirty puddle made of uh, like melted ice. Yeah, and uh, we should really. We. I. I have this whole thing where uh, this. Um, utopian dream that we should just all keep fucking each other until we're all the same color oh yeah i don't know if that came out the way it should have no it's it's (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i get what you mean yeah it was semi-racist or yeah Mm -hmm. bordering on eugenics um yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) 
but I, you, the, you meant well. It's not really what I thought. It's you not. It's but actually, like we should all just be. It's mixed. not my opinion. Just I was putting it out there for humor's sake. I was actually uh, I was quoting uh, Warren Beatty in mm. the movie uh, Bullworth, which is a movie where oh like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, like a senator yeah. has a mental breakdown and turns into a rapper. It's an interesting movie, and he said that we should all be fucking each other to the same color. And uh, and I said, huh, anyway, okay. That's yeah. That is, I I I, I think that's cool. Yeah, it, it Iceland has changed a lot, um, and uh, and I yeah I, I I really like it. I like it here, and um, and it's also coming up very soon to my one year anniversary in this country. We should celebrate that in some sort of way. When will that happen? It'll be in August. It'll okay. be August 14 is when oh, I arrive. Just here. before, uh, just, just before, before Meningen. Yeah, just yeah. before we. Uh, well, at that that time, you will look like uh, a Greek god or something. And so will you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you 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 have darker hair, so you'll probably look more like a Greek god. That's true. I, yeah. yeah, I look kind of Greek, probably. I, in fact, in some ways, I look more Nordic than you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah, that's. What happened there? Uh. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know either. You you you're you're descendant from uh, uh, like prisoners, just like me. I'm I'm probably descended from some slaves, uh, like a, a black Irish. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had slaves. Oh yeah yeah. I'm slaves. not actually descended from prisoners. I no. was the first Australian in my family. Oh really? Yeah, because they were they were all born, but they were slaves. Mm-hmm. So the Geordie race right. apparently were Viking slaves. Right. They the Jordis were are Vikings. Well, they were the slaves of the Vikings. Right. So right, right, they right. probably came from somewhere else, mm-hmm. um, and that's why their uh, dialect has like Norwegian words in it. Mm. I think we've uh, in this episode we have learned a lot of things. We have meaningful things. We have come close to like in every episode. We have said some uh, borderline, uh, very um, uh, inappropriate and wrong things. Uh huh. But the message is, uh, we should just uh, uh, just uh, uh, take care of our bodies. And if you're going to put your penis inside of one, if you're not sure, ask. Ask. <laughs> just ask, am I raping you right now? Oh my God. Because is... I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's it... the one thing I don't want to do. Is that going to be the title? And she's going to say, no, actually you're not. But thanks for asking. Oh, is that gonna? Or be... she's gonna say yes. Yeah. Leave. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh shit! I'm really sorry. And so oh, yeah, we started with uh, our regular old casual xenophobia and end up on a rape joke. Thank you so much for listening to Australia. So much for listening to yet another episode of Australia. Now, uh, some announcements. Uh, Bilka and Jonathan will have their uh, stand-up show, The Minority Report, on Wednesday, the June, June 29th at Gaukurin. It's fun. Check it out. 
and then uh, John and I and five other comedians will be having a fun uh, stand-up comedy show at Rosenberg on Saturday night, July 2nd. It will be mostly in Icelandic, but John will be in English. And on July 7th, there will be the final Australia show before I go on a vacation on the mainland at Rosenberg. So, Bilge and Jonathan, June 29th, Gaukurin. Jono and I and five other comedians, July 2nd on Rosenberg. And Australia on July 7th on Rosenberg. Please come see us. Join us. Þú finnur fleiri skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.